Hello guys, welcome to another episode of my podcast. So in this episode, we're taking a little twist. So it's it's a little bit different and I think it's a good difference. So you look, you wait and listen. So yesterday I was on Instagram and then um, Candice Bradworth, the author of I'm Not Your Baby Mama, she uploaded um, this um, Insta story and she was saying... Um, this guy the, that does this podcast, The Diary of a CEO, he interviewed this happiness expert. Listen, I know, I know, I know you're about to get mad, but listen, this happiness expert that, um, that uh, Mo, Mo Goddard, I, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but his name is Mo Goddard. And he I was saying the title of the episode is, what, all, everything you know about happiness is wrong. So yeah. I listened to the episode, to the podcast. It was like a YouTube podcast, so it was more like an interview. I listened to it for an hour, and I'm, I hope I can not wrap the whole of this in 15 minutes, but so help me God. So, at first, that introduction was, the introduction was um, introduce himself, how he lost his son at 21, it was 21, when he lost the son, and this man, he become the CEO of Google, um, this Google something, at 25, like, literally, at 29, like, literally, he had the second best job in the world at 29, he could literally make money on demand, like, he's got access to money, he was saying, when is, um, when he's at home with his wife and his wife was like, oh, that car outside, I don't want it anymore, he's just gonna be like, oh, give me to Wednesday, I'll get you a new car, everything was going well for him, until, you know, they had children. They had um, his son died when his son was 21. So it was like a drastic change in his life. And it was like before his son died, he thought that his son, his son taught him some things that was like a life lesson that was really, really tangible in life. So, yeah, let's dive into the, the important point that I picked. But if you don't want to watch the episode of the podcast, um, and think... Um, I should be able to attach a link to this. I'm going to attach the link in the description of this podcast if you want to watch the full episode on YouTube. Like, honestly, guys, it is so insightful. You you, you will understand a lot of things and you'll get a lot of things into prospect when you understand this man describing his theory about happiness. So first of all, the first note I made was the mathematical equation for happiness. So... He said, happiness is greater than or equal to your perception of the event of your life minus your expectation of how life should be. So, yeah, I give an example here. He said, nature, for example, nature is built on chaos. Like, you cannot expect to be going to the sea and say the sea, the sound of the sea, the sea should be quiet. No, you're expecting the sea to make that sound. You got you. Some people go to the sea, particularly for that sound. So you cannot force. It said one thing you need to let go is control. You need to let go of control because if you because you are trying to have this illusion of control, and it was like yeah, it was saying it like control is an illusion. Time is an illusion. I think you mentioned the five illusions. Let me see if I can get in my note. So. Yeah, six grand illusions. The illusion of thought, illusion of self, illusion of knowledge, illusion of time, 
illusion of control and illusion of fear. I mean, if you if you dig depth into these things, it's like everything is an illusion. Almost literally everything that makes you have anxiety, that makes you worry, is literally an illusion. Is what you have projected onto yourself. What you have literally made yourself believe is going to happen. So this thing is kind of sending signal to your brain like, oh yeah, this you said this is going to happen, but it's not happening. So now you start panicking. But then he said, it doesn't really matter what's going on in your life. What really matters is that you're okay with it. He said, like, what is going on in your life does not necessarily matter. But are you okay with what is going on in your life? I mean, and I said, if you're born to control events and life, you are born to be disappointed. Like, that is that is one of the major points I pay. Like, if you are bound to be like in control, to always want to have control over everything, you will unfortunately be disappointed because life is beauty and chaos. Nature is chaos. Nothing is in control. So how how do you want to have control over life? So it was just like let go of your expectations. Let go of things that you think might be your prospect on things. If Let's say you're fighting with your wife. If your wife have not said, I cheat on you, you don't have to put into prospect that she cheat on me. And then now your brain, the signal in your brain is, oh, she cheat on me. Your emotions is responding to that signal that is giving your brain like, okay, she cheat on me. But your wife have not said it. It's your prospect. It's your own perception of, oh, she said, I'm going to be late tonight. I'm having dinner with my friend. But what you've sent to your brain is that, oh, my wife is going to cheat on me. Do you understand? But anyways... It was it was really insightful. God, I feel like you everyone should listen to that episode. It said, Life is beauty and chaos. Expect that things will fall out and out of control. If you live your life through the illusion of control, good luck finding happiness. And then I mentioned the six grand illusions the illusion of thought, the illusion of self, the illusion of knowledge, the illusion of time, the illusion of control, and the illusion of fear. And then I mentioned um, the blind spots. It said exaggeration because once you put your mind into something, your mind, your brain goes, it starts working. You start exaggerating normal situation and start making it complex. So it's like living the moment. Like it was like, do you know, Pete, the only thing to come out of unhappiness is to choose. It might take time, but choose it. Mm-hmm. It said, yeah, if you're unhappy, it's your choice. Like, it literally said he's going to lose 80% of his listeners in this thing. But sometimes, logically, so you choose to be unhappy if you want to be unhappy. Like, literally, you can choose to be happy. You can choose to say, this is the situation. Can I do something about it? Yes, if you can, go on and do it. No, I cannot do anything about it. But are you ready to accept it and say, yeah, this is the scale of things now. But am I ready to move forward from there? Is just that simple for him that in his um, expression of how to find happiness and say distract your attention from happiness if you deny your attention from things that's making you unhappy slowly your mind will be drifting away from it don't pay no attention to it and you see gradually how your mind drift away from things that make you unhappy when you don't pay them attention anymore like deny them your attention and then it said um 
there's ways he said um so he, he walked through the process of grief because now they went back to his son and how he got over that and it was like the first thing in the process of grief is accept acknowledgement no acknowledgement of emotions it went through acknowledgement of emotions he said ask yourself if what you are if what you're thinking is true if not your perception of it if not it is it is just an ordinary perception it's not true this person have not said it so there is no scale of balance to say this is true this is because then you're just troubling your mind for nothing and then it said can you do something about it yes then do it no can you accept it and start to do something to make my life better through that life can you accept this reality of life now if you cannot fine look for can you accept it? Can you do something and start doing something about all your life? Like that time that you're spending on happy, why can't you just invest that energy into something that's going to be productive in your life? Like why can you invest that energy into something that is going to like give you more happiness? Something that's, that you, you think would generate happiness for you. And then it says there is nothing to prove in unhappiness. Like literally there's literally nothing to prove in unhappiness like it says it's grief like his son died and he's saying people oh shouting screaming everyone is screaming was like yeah but he's unhappy as well but it's got nothing you don't it's not your the amount of grief that prove you're you're unhappy like literally there's nothing to prove it people grieve differently you do not prove that you're unhappy by committing suicide as well that's not a proof if you're dead you're just dead people are going to move past it so there is literally nothing to prove in unhappiness, like. And then he says, this generation of nowadays, it says, we glorify overthinking too much that we think the voice in our head is telling us what to do. So now it's saying the voice in your head is not you. He said, if it was you telling you what to do, why does he have to say it? Like, the voice in your head is not you. Sometimes the voice in your head will come, oh, yeah this is this you are the one that will shut that voice out and say no this is not it because you are just saying things because my mind is rumbling because you're responding that's the normal the the, the mind the normal copy mechanism to create scenarios that's going on so then you can protect yourself from it so it's saying the voice in your head is not you try to disseminate it you are not the voice in your head because if you have the voice in your head, why does it have to say it? Like, really and truly, why does the voice in your head have to tell you something? Like, that's like a two different thing. Like, someone is communicating to you. So you are not the voice in your head. Get out of your head sometimes. Express your emotions. Let people know what you're thinking. Because when you assume things, it's just your perception of things. And it says, unhappiness is a survival mechanism. Your brain is notifying you about an event so you can accept it or do something about it. So literally, when something happens and it makes you unhappy, your brain is literally just telling you, okay, something is about to happen. Are you going to do something about it or not? Not for you to dig in depth and swallow yourself in unhappiness and then sink in unhappiness. So, and then it went on and said, the, the majority of negative emotions are encoded in the past and the future. Now, this is where it get interesting. It said, the majority of negative emotions are encoded in the past and the future. Past, your regrets. The future is the anxiety. Like, 
majority of your emotions is either you're worried about something that's happened in the past and you're regretful about it or you're anxious about something that's going to happen in the future and but if you are in the moment if you say right now like if you check yourself like at this point in time is there something wrong no i mean the fact that you could reason if there is something wrong should literally tell you nothing is wrong it's saying the reality that you can feel unhappy about the past and the future in itself is an evidence that nothing is wrong for now. That now is okay. Do you understand? Like, it's so, honestly, everyone needs to listen to the podcast. And it's saying an idea is the most deadly parasite. So it's like, it's an idea, is in your head. You don't know for a fact what's going to happen. You don't know for a fact what is happening. It's just an idea. And it said, and it said something that his son, the tattoo his son had on his back, that literally the last word his son said to him, it was like, the gravity of the battle means nothing to those at peace. I'll repeat that again. The gravity of the battle means nothing to those at peace. Like, if you're at peace, even though they're fighting war, you're at peace. It's not, it's not you, you Every, the what is going on everything is going on but you are at peace your mental health is stable your emotional health is intact in your physical health you're fighting to be to be fit that's what i say in the gravity of the battle means nothing to those at peace and then it says the so now we're going back to his grieving how he cope with his, with his son um dying at a very young age and they were really close and they said the person that you are is as a result of the hard times. Like, if all your past hard times were important in this moment, maybe this would be the important time in the future. Okay, let me explain that. So it's saying, everything that you have now is as a result of your past hard times. It's the lessons you've learned from there that makes that propelled you forward. And then it's saying, if you're going through a hard time now, why can't you not see it as something that's propelling me to be greater in future as something that is helping me to become the person that I'm meant to be. Do you understand? Like, if those past at times have helped me to this point, why can't I think this at time is going to help me to get to another point? Because there is nothing that is wrong at this moment. But then if there is something that is wrong, why can't you look at it in a positive manner? That this thing that is wrong at this point in time is helping me propel forward, is helping me move on a larger scale, on a grander scale. And then it was saying ambitions versus expectations. It says, have whatever ambitions you have, but have a realistic expectation of your ambition. Like you could be, you could say, I want to be the president of the world, but your expectations of that ambition, you cannot say, yeah, I wake up tomorrow and walk up to Rockefeller or the Queen of England and say, I want to be the, your expectations of it. Like they wouldn't, of course, there would not be acceptance of you. Like, who are you? You understand your expectations of your ambitions need to match. He said, once you set your expectations right, nothing can make you unhappy. Like once you set your expectations right, nothing can make you unhappy. Like just know, you know this person, you know how they couldn't possibly react to a situation. So why can't you just set out every possible scenario that could happen and just be open-minded whichever way it goes? Because at the end of the day, it's going to go one way. And it might not even go any way where you've expected, but because your mind is so open, you have literally you have no expectations of what the outcome is going to be. So, anyways, you're still gonna move on with it because you are not expecting anything from them. So you're not disappointed. 
then he said gratitude is the ultimate solution to to um to happiness like it was like the mathematical equation that i mentioned earlier <coughs> excuse me he said once you count your blessings it tells you that the event is so much better than the expectations like just count what went right i'm grateful for this i'm grateful for that so you know that is the event you're so much grateful that although at the end of the day you got you got or you don't get your expectation you still count the blessings that comes along the way it's so it's so important to be grateful like gratitude is the number one thing that literally makes you happy you have to be grateful for the journey and it was like the the um the destination is not as important as the journey like your journey through something is very very much important than your destination like what went through in that journey what did you learn from that journey if you just wake up and you get to the to the end of the thing it's boring it says life is boring without chaos because then all your expectations are met life is going on like it should but, but that's not life nature is blued and chaos and the last thing it's saying is love beyond conditions like you cannot say you love someone because of something you cannot say you love someone because of this no you need to love them unconditionally you need to treat them at all times like if you're gonna love someone really and truly you need to give it your whole so yeah i hope this little um thing here I, honestly guys you should go and watch this guy is um is the youtube channel is the diary of a ceo is like it's so excellent it's interviewing a lot of people on how to navigate life how you control your mind how your mental health is important how to get ahead of space how to get i said space oh how to get ahead of time and you know do things it's eight minutes guys so i hope you enjoyed this episode honestly this is one of the best episodes i've recorded because i'm really i really enjoyed listening to him and it was beautiful so guys if you have time i will leave, leave the link in the description box go listen to it and tell me what tell me what you think let me know what you think all right guys thank you bye